Nicole here, and welcome to episode 28 of the Shine Sparkers podcast. In this episode, I am joined by none other than our creative director, Roy. Mm-hmm. I know it's been a bit of a delay. It has been a crazy few months, big, long summer, a whole lot going on, but we definitely hope to have more guests and episodes up next year. And so we are ending with a recap of the year and how we enjoyed Metroid Prime Remastered, plus the content we published in 2023. All right, so for this topic, we want to look back at the year and share some of our favorite content. But why don't we start with Roy? Why don't you talk about your Ascension creative director? Yes, um, we didn't make an announcement about it uh, at the start of the year. But as of this year, I am creative director of Shine Sparkers. Late last year, Darren decided that he wanted to take a year off minimum, in order to pursue some other hobbies. He originally created the website in 2010 and has been leading it for, what would it be, 13 years? Yeah, 13 years. This would be year 13, yeah. Uh, So he wanted a a break from it. Uh, Rest assured, everyone, he's fine. He's doing great. I talk to him every day, and uh, he's still around on occasion if we need help. Uh, he was also, as you'll remember, in the last episode with Kid and Krista. So, yeah, uh, I've been in charge of the site so far. We had our meeting a couple of days ago, and I don't know, do you think I'm doing a good job? I think you're doing fantastic. Well, thank you. I'm excited for what we're going to get up to next year, and I'm also excited for uh, the last couple of things that we have to publish in 2023. All right, so this year we did some pretty cool content. I think one of my favorites was definitely getting to do the podcast with Kit and Krista. It was so great getting to talk with them. Um, They were just full of so much really cool information and just great people to talk to. I also liked the article on the website of famous people that like Metroid, especially the part about Zach Hansen liking Metroid, because I'm a little bit of a Hansen fan. Mm -hmm. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. I did try to get him on the podcast this year, but uh, I couldn't find a direct way of contacting him. Yeah, I don't know a good way to contact him other than just being like, I mean, I could rush him at a concert. I don't think that would go over well. Mm, security might <laughs> that, tackle I'd have you. to fight off all the other girls that are trying to do the same. <laughs> yes. But I did just see him in concert like a couple of days ago. Oh, nice. I also really liked talking to Kit and Krista. Um, that was a lot of fun. We've had interviews with a lot of cool people, um, starting with Bruce Hunt, who directed the Metroid Fusion commercial. He happened to have a high-resolution version of it, as well as a director's cut with a couple of extra shots. So he gave that to us. Uh, We put it on YouTube, and it's now our biggest video. Uh, Most views, like over 100,000 or something. It's ridiculous. We also interviewed Nathan McGinnis, who directed the Metroid Prime 2 commercial, uh, Matthew Nightingale, who was a 3D artist for Metroid Prime Pinball, Leroy Strauss, we just published, who was a character and environment artist for Metroid Prime 1 and 2, and 
it will probably be out by the time this episode is out, but I was also able to find the director of the Japanese Super Metroid commercial, Yasuro Kanemaki, and I got an interview with him as well, which I'm particularly proud of, mainly because it took months to find out how to contact him. But That's just impressive that you were able to get a hold of him and get him to do it, period. Yeah, I guess that goes to show I'm a good investigator. Detective Roy, on the job. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. All of those interviews were due in part to an investigation that I was doing this year to find all of the actresses who've played Samus in games, commercials, and other media. Many of them have never been identified. And one of the things that is most important to us is preservation and recognition of people's work. We've seen with Dread and Metroid Prime Remastered certain developers not being credited as they should have been, or not at all. And it's important to us that we call that out whenever we see it and make information available as to people's actual contributions and make sure that people who were never named get their chance in the limelight. So I was pretty sure that I got lucky with uh, the actress from the Other M commercial, Lenka Valfova, who we interviewed last year. Yeah, that was a fun one. Yeah. I remember texting Darren frantically upon getting a tip from her. I was saying, call me, something's happened, I've learned something, there's been a development. And I told him and we managed to get in touch with her. So I thought from there, it would be possible to find the rest of them. And a lot of those commercials are decades old. Information on them is scarce. So I had to really dig deep and turn over every rock and every cranny. And I managed to find all but three of them so far. That's pretty impressive because that's a bunch of Samuses out there and managed to find all but three. And like you were saying, with like the whole not crediting Things And that's really common in the acting world to not get credited on smaller projects. Especially commercials. Absolutely. And what I found is that a lot of actors don't even see their commercials. They don't see it. A lot of times they don't even know what they're auditioning for until like they get to record. Uh, And then there are instances where if you're not credited, you can't even use, you sometimes can't even use anything from that. You can't even like acknowledge that that was you because of some weird stuff that like studios will do but i've heard of that happening of people being like we were never officially credited so we can't really say we were in this yeah that's common in games as well yeah which is uh, a really unfortunate practice and it should change absolutely hopefully the more we talk about it the more that it will yeah yeah actually one of the actresses that i reached melissa keller who was in the metroid prime 2 commercial uh I briefly corresponded with her over email. She didn't remember the commercial at first, because it had been so long and she had done a lot of them around that time. For that reason, she probably hadn't even seen it. But I gave her a link and I said, this is what it was. All she really did was walk down an alleyway, but the lighting and the way she was sort of composing herself really set up the atmosphere for the commercial. So we are going to do an audio drama. We're doing something new this episode. We're going to do a partial reading of the Super Metroid comic. I'm going to be playing Samus and Virginia. Roy is going to be Houston and Rodney. And my husband, Dan, will be Old Bird. 
This place is a ruin. It's time to clean house. I remember this place well. I used to visit Zebes long before the rise of the pirates. The bird people have always been peaceful, but the pirates are a warring race. They're through picking on passive creatures, because I'm ready to rumble. Let's fight! Animal! I'll get you! Ugh. Samus, energy ball! What are you doing here, Houston? Collecting pirate claws and looking out for you. Thanks, but I can take care of myself. You didn't seem to mind the energy capsule I passed to you. Of course, I gave it to you because it wouldn't have done my suit no good. I have a feeling this battle ain't gonna get any easier. You're telling me. Ridley and who knows what else are still waiting deep in the tunnels of Zebus. I'd understand if you left Houston. Zebus is a dangerous planet. Thanks, Samus. I'll keep that in mind. Here we go. Good job. I wouldn't mind some help here. What do you mean? You blast them before they're even in my sights. At least I can gather the gleanings for the bounty. Yeah! What a shot. I'll earn a small fortune with these. Get real. I don't have time for carcass collecting. There are pirates to pulverize. Why don't you get out of here? Samus, watch out! Oh! You okay? <clears throat> I, I don't need your help. Samus, I may not be a hero, but I know how to work a trap. The great bounty hunter is caught in a hunter's trap. I should have been more careful. Ugh. This don't look good. Wait here. Got it. Almost there. Ugh. Okay, let's go. Wait, we're leaving behind your pirate claws. Never mind that. We gotta get you help. Uh, your ship. I hope I can figure this out. Set the coordinates for 33,600 by 12,568. That's not HQ. They can't help me with this. You doing okay, Samus? We're getting close. I'm hurting, but I'll make it. This the place? Oh, shh! Can't land! Whoa! <laughs> Sorry about that. Ugh. This place is deserted. What are we doing here? Samus! What? You were wounded. What happened? Great to see you, old bird. Old bird? Who are you? You look like the statues in the ruins of Zebus. Well, I, I am Machozo. We created Samus's power suit. You sure you can save her? Of course. I wasn't born yesterday, you know. I know what I'm doing, and we need her for the safety of the galaxy. This is an ancient Chozo treatment. As you may know, Samus has the blood of a Chozo. Really? I thought she was a human. She can't be one of you. Do you not know of Samus Aran's tragic past? Let me tell you her story. Our ancestors created an advanced civilization. Yeah, I've seen it. It's all in ruins now. The civilization and the Chozo species ran their course and began to fade after many prosperous centuries. The Chozo society was very peaceful. They had learned over these centuries that war was not the answer. Since the planet had no defenses, the space pirates met with little resistance when they converged on Zebes. The pirates pillaged and plundered until there was almost nothing left. The 
passive Chozo bird people were no match for the ferocious pirates. As the pirates took over Zerbis, they also attacked an Earth colony on nearby K2L. Run! Hide! The space pirates are attacking! Oh no! Daddy! I hate pirates. Be careful. By the time we had got to K2L, the pirates were gone, and the colony had been destroyed. Look what those evil heathens did. This is devastating. I don't think we'll find any survivors. <laughs> there was a lone survivor. A small child. Samus. Yes. We took her to Zebus and raised her like she was one of our own. She had the instincts of a warrior. Those skills had long been gone from our own species. We needed to fight off the pirates, so we placed our future in her capable hands. She was given Chozo blood so that she would have our natural powers. We helped her learn the strategies of battle and gave her a special suit of armor that would be tough, like the skin of a Chozo. Thus, the protector of the galaxy was born. The suit is something that only Samus can wear. It's like a second skin. It wouldn't work the same way if someone else were to wear it. If that suit is so powerful, then why did she get hurt by the trap? She must not have been focused. Her mind may have been somewhere else. The suit is part of her. If she doesn't sense danger, it won't protect her. She was distracted by something. Perhaps it was... you. Do you really think so? Samus was thinking about... me? Come to think of it, no. She must have been distracted by thoughts of... the abduction of the Metroid Hatchling. Old bird. Samus, you're awake. I can sense trouble on Zevis. Chief Hardy and Chairman Keaton have been captured and are being held hostage by the pirates. It's a trap. They're trying to get to you. I know, but I can't let any harm come to the Chairman. I have to risk it. You're still very weak. I'll use the healing power of the Crystal Flash. No, it's too dangerous. Houston, help me, please. This is for the sake of galactic safety. What is this crystal flash you were talking about? It is a very powerful technique. The warrior can transfer the energy of the power bombs to herself and heal her body. Well, why didn't you do that in the first place? It's very, very risky. If she fails, she can cause great harm to herself. Are you ready, Samus? Yes. What? Duck! Samus! Samus! How could anyone survive that blast? <laughs> Samus is a survivor. <laughs> the galaxy's guardian has returned. I'm ready. Where's my power suit? The power bomb has healed you. Thank you, old bird. Once again, I am indebted to you. Samus, before you return to battle, a warning. The space pirates have again used cloning to expand their Metroid army. They are more powerful than ever before. 
and we do not know how effective the Crystal Flash is yet. Concentrate on the battle. Do not let your mind wander off thinking about the Metroid Hatchling. I won't, old bird. I'll steady my resolve and defeat the space pirates for the last time. Uh, the future of the galaxy is in your hands. We'll meet again soon, old bird. Well, last episode, we asked you guys what did you think of the Metroid Prime Remastered, and here's what you said. Senior Handsome says, Beautiful and a masterpiece. Few words are enough to describe how such an already amazing-looking game Prime is. Minor differences that I noticed when compared to when I last played it on Cube about a decade ago. The nostalgia and the reimagined boss designs and other things as well. It really had me shedding a tear when I played it on Switch for the first time. Still my number one favorite game tied with Fusion. Mewtube HK says, Easily still the best looking game I've played on Switch and a prime, pun may or may not be intended, example of what the console is truly capable of running when enough passion and care, something most devs and fans alike have really taken for granted with the Switch. That pun was totally intended. I approve of the intended pun. I do too. But, you know, playing it off like, oh, I just happened to throw that in there. I think that's the way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Let's see. Jennifer Rose says, absolutely loved it. 10 out of 10 and not just for nostalgia. Gameplay and graphics were chef's kiss. It didn't lose anything in the update. A great game that just got better. Something that made me happy was um, with the trilogy re-release, um, they had... You're, you might remember that when you're charging each beam, it has this special effect on it. Like the plasma beam has these glowing embers, the wave beam has these electrical currents, and the ice beam freezes over. So they had to take that out for the trilogy, but they added it back in the remaster, and it's even better now. Like the whole arm cannon freezes over, and it's, it's excellent. It is super pretty. I just love I just love how pretty it is. It was so funny. There was somebody playing it at GameStop not too long ago while I was in there. And like I was just looking at it, just like, oh, that's pretty. And guys like, this is Metroid. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm just not gonna say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so funny. Like, this is Metroid Prime. Like, really? I've I've never heard of it ever. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, you know, in here looking at the pretty game. Yeah. <laughs> You should have told him that, uh, yeah, I know, I uh, am the host of a popular Metroid podcast. See, I do you that check sometimes. Out. Yeah, sometimes I do that, and sometimes I just play dumb. That day I just felt <laughs> like playing dumb. Yeah. All right, so next comment comes from Technodragon7693 says, I just felt like a kid again for a second. It was so nice to see something I love get a new breath of life. This series inspired my love of adventure. The music and environments were so good. I'm hoping Metroid Prime 2 will make the same comeback. Me too. I'm hoping this will like spark a whole new generation of Metroid fans. Like I'm hoping Dread like kind of put the idea in there and then Metroid Prime remaster. People are like, oh man, I love Metroid. I want all the Metroid. I think that's what they're going for. Um, the way that they've kind of staggered out the remaster of Prime, and I would assume they're also doing Prime 2 and 3. I hope they are. I hope so too. <laughs> yeah. The current rumor is that 2 and 3 will also get released, but 
they might not be as extensively revised as the original Prime. Right. I hope they will, because, God, imagine fighting Quadroxis in the same sort of upgraded style as the first Prime. Oh, I, I have to do a chef's kiss to that. <laughs> and and they can fix Zero Suit Samus's face at the end of Metroid Prime 2, because... Um, if you haven't seen that, it's pretty horrifying. How about they just replace it with my face and I'll be the official Zero Suit Santa? Yeah, they should do that. I like that idea. All right. And then Grace Kalen says, best game ever, now even bestier. Nuff said. Very well said. I do think it's funny, though, how like I automatically get respect from people when I say I do a Metroid podcast. It's like, oh, you're a Zelda fan? That's cool. Like, yeah, I also do Metroid. Oh, you, you do Metroid. Well, okay, then. I'm going, what? okay? <laughs> Didn't know that was going to change your thoughts on me, but okay. <laughs> I guess Metroid is considered, not that Zelda isn't a hardcore series, but it's a bit more... It's a bit more niche, I think. Yeah. And it's, if you're a Metroid fan, you've, you put up with a lot of crap. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. For our next mailbag, we ask you, who would you cast as Samus in a Metroid movie? There is a correct answer. Well, everyone, thank you so very much for joining us for the 28th episode of the Shine Sparkers podcast. We'll see you next mission. See you next mission. And so we are in. So we are ending this with. Ah. And I'm also excited for uh, the last couple of things that we have to publish in 2023. I'm sorry, say that again. I was like looking through getting on my like own notes together. <laughs> I'm very disturbed at the lack of freckles on Samus. She should have at least a few. Yeah. And, you know, if you put my face on there, I will have all the pretty freckles. And so clearly I have soul because, you know, freckles and stuff. Freckles are awesome. Exactly. People will be like, oh, that person like goes out and does cool stuff because she's been out in the sun. Information on them is scarce. Scarce. Samus, watch out. Ah! Let me try that again. Oh! And we need her for the safety of the galaxy. Do I make the bubbling sounds? No, that'll come in in post. <laughs> you do not know of Samus Siren's tragic no, path. No, do you Aaron. not know? Oh, do you not know? And it's Aaron? Aaron, yeah. Okay. Do you not know of... By the time we had got to... I don't think we'll find any survivors. Am there. I a little kid crying here? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, they do a live-action Metroid movie and they cast Meghan Markle as Samus because she has freckles. No, they cast me as Samus. There's only one person allowed to play Samus, and that is me. Yeah, that's true. Plus, Megan is done with acting. Well, there we go. And I'm not. <laughs> I'm ready. Where's my power suit? The power bomb has healed you. Oh, I want to do that, like, for a zone. I'm ready. Where's my power suit? <laughs> Where's my power suit? <laughs> uh, I put it away. I need it. <laughs> Why do you need to know? <laughs> you tell me where that suit is, old bird. Uh-uh. You ain't off to go and do some daring do. This is for the greater good. I am your old bird. I am the greatest good you're ever going to get. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't try that part.
part for real now. <laughs> we'll meet again soon, old bird. Our next mailbag question is, who would you cast as Samus in a Metroid movie? And there is a correct answer. Anna Torf? No. There is only one correct answer. Emily Blunt? No. Brie Larson? No. None of those are me. This podcast was edited by Stefan Wells, with music from Maserati, Dr. M64, Kenji Yamamoto, Martin Lung, Sam Dillard, and the Video Game Music Choir, and additional sound effects and music from SoundSnap and Nintendo. If you enjoyed what you heard, we hope you'll consider following us on social media. We're on Blue Sky, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. For the latest Metroid news, community features, interviews, and other exclusive content, visit our website, shinesparkers.net. See you next mission.